You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. When we talk about our best moments, they include humanity's first steps on the moon, alongside steps we're taking right now at Purdue University. A family of students and professors who are in this together, persistently pursuing, relentlessly rethinking, the next game changers, ceiling breakers, innovators, boilermakers. Our greatest adventures are yet to come, and they include you and everything we will experience together when you take your next giant leap. Wow, that audio you just heard or video you just saw, if you're watching on the website, just one of the amazingly inspiring pieces put together uh, by the creative geniuses up at Purdue University, uh, part of the award-winning, I should say, uh, Purdue Marketing and Communications team. Uh, More on that in a minute. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. I am your host, Anna Bartels. It is my joy on this episode to uh, highlight the Purdue Marketing Communications team and welcome in their leader, the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications, Ethan Braden. Ethan, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you, Adam. Doing great. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, it's great to have you on the uh, the show and highlight all the great work you guys are doing. Like I said, that, that clip off the top, you know, it's only 30 seconds of a longer piece, but it's just so inspiring as you watch that. It just kind of gets you so pumped up to, to, to talk about Purdue, to go visit Purdue, and just uh, continue to promote the uh, Purdue brand. Of course, we'll get into the awards and some more of that stuff here in a minute, but first I just want to let uh, my uh, listeners and our viewers get a chance just to know a little bit about you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Ethan Braden. Been at Purdue for two years now. Served now as the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications or the Chief Marketing Officer here, having succeeded my mentor and, and predecessor and Dan Hassler, uh, who took me to Lilly in 2006 and then brought me up here in 2018. So I, I lead the marketing efforts here and the communications efforts here for a team of about 65 at Purdue and then a broader community of about 300 and just so proud to represent this iconic brand. You, you sure get out of bed fast in the morning when you're working with this Purdue brand and uh, no disrespect to Hershey's, but we're not making chocolate. You know, we're, <laughs> we're producing goods and incredible research. And so it's a, a privilege to work with Purdue University and work for President Daniels. That's awesome. Yeah. And talk about uh, what does fall under your leadership? What does the Purdue Marketing Communications team do? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, really, we're the chief storytellers of the university. We have uh, essentially an inside agency that used to be, uh, in some respects, the driven by the random acts of marketing that were necessary on this campus. And really, we've transformed that into the driver of the positioning, the promotion, and the preservation of the pretty brand. The full digital speak, digital spot, at all of crisis communications, which we hope not to use anytime soon, <laughs> media relations, internal communications, and all the marketing that you see, whether it's on the web or printed pieces, et cetera. So, at the end of the day, we're really invested in telling Purdue's story, and it's amazing stories in a way that people will recall, that they'll care, and they'll act upon. Yeah, and let's, let's talk about some of that, the brand. You know, you guys are coming off a successful 150th anniversary celebration of the, the giant leaps. Uh, talk about how you guys decided this a brand this past year. Yeah, so what happened was, you know, the, the 150th anniversary was an incredible opportunity to really culminate and create cohesive and consistent messaging on this campus for the first time in some time. We, as Dan Hassler would have said, you know, we, we got onto the same song sheet. We were, we were whistling together and everybody gets their verse, but when we, when we get to the chorus, you need to be on key. And the real challenge was as we came out of it, were we going to go back to our disparate corners of marketing and communications, you know, whistling alone, or were we going to go to the after party and stay together? 
And what we really needed at that point was a common thread, a, the bottom part, I suppose, of the iceberg of really understanding what is Purdue, what does it stand for, why do people you know, flock to it, why are they attracted to it, why are they loyal to it, and why have they been for generations? And so we studied that deeply. Moreover, we wanted to use a very ownable position with that notion of the giant leap, but we wanted to make sure also that it was appealing to this next generation who may not know necessarily who Neil Armstrong is or was. Uh, they may not feel necessarily immediately capable of a giant leap, but they know that they're willing to take the small steps to get there. And so we built out this new brand platform. It's built on this, this notion of the next giant leap, but it's really around an essence that at Purdue University, we're about the persistent pursuit of innovation, where people bring their best and they learn to build a better world together. Again, going back to those three words of persistent innovation together. Other schools might be able to necessarily own one, but we believe the three is ours. It's the Boilermaker grit that you see. It's that innovation that puts 25 folks into space, one third of all space flights, and that's a, it's that togetherness, that notion that we're, we're committed to doing our best, and we've got our head down doing it. When we look up, sometimes we are the best, Drew Brees, Sully, others. And so it's really owning that essence as we tell the world about what Purdue stands for and why they should care. That's awesome. And talk about the focus groups and, and you know, the, the people you talk to, how many people came together to, to help put this together? Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, we spoke to several hundred uh, live. And then we used about 1,500 unsolicited social media posts as our quantitative to really validate the insights that we were getting. But we spoke with uh, professors, with faculty, staff, with employers, with parents, with prospective students and current students, et cetera. And what we got was that common thread, right? Across the generations, there's much of Purdue that we know really in Mitch's tenure over the last eight years, and they're incredible. There are plenty and legions of people that fell in love with this university pre-Mitch. And so making sure that we tapped into what unifies, you know, the student today and the student of yesterday and what makes them, you know, have that Boilermaker pride. So it was all of that qual that really got us to a set of attributes that we leveraged. We use a, a firm up in Chicago called Brand Trust, same firm often that we used at Lilly for a lot of our foundational market research. Uh, but then at the end of the day, we went to the with social media and wanted to make sure that it was valid. So we coded about 900 comments to ensure that those attributes, those insights, really did stretch across our population and speak accurately to what does it mean when we say that's so Purdue. Yeah, well, certainly it's paid off. Obviously, the name is out there. It's, it's doing well. People are going to Purdue. You have a record number of freshman class this year. And as I hinted off at the top of the show, you guys have been awarded for your great work up there, uh, recently named by the American Marketing Association Foundation's Higher Education Marketing Team of the Year Award. Talk about when you got the news about that, just your reaction. Well, the last Thursday was a very, very special day. In fact, it was two years. It was my two-year anniversary here at Purdue University, but we've just got a really special team that, that's building out, and it's really a, a team that's founded with a DNA that just wants to make an impact and materially contribute to the results at Purdue University. They want to tell the story in a way that resonates. They want to inspire and give folks pride goosebumps. They want to help them buy tickets or attend the school or brag on the school or apply to the school. And so at the end of the day, they want to be the, you know, the catalyst for incredible experiences with Purdue University. And so we're, we're building a powerful team. We're starting to woo some folks from places that I never thought possible. And they're starting to get not only the, uh, the marketing discipline and the fundamentals that we need to succeed, but also the mojo and the culture to have a lot of fun doing it in the process. It's fun to win. <laughs> All credit to the team. They've done some incredible work this year amidst a lot of headwinds associated with COVID-19 and otherwise. And in every, in every instance, they've been empowered, optimistic, excellent, and they've operated with care. 
That's awesome. And, and uh, it doesn't stop there, but not to embarrass you, but also <laughs> along with that, the 2020 Higher Education Marketer of the Year Award uh, by the same group went to you. Talk about how much that means to you. And again, the university, but especially you just, you know, you said you've only been there two years, but boom, you're making a huge impact and to, to get recognized for your work. Talk about that. Well, again, I, I work with a really special brand and a really special group of people. All the credit is to the team. You know, uh, this was a place that we just wanted to hot, you know, harness and inspire a shared vision and really build the marketing engine that Purdue University, its brand, its alumni, its board deserve. So it's just been a pleasure to get the chance to, to lead that. All the support from Chairman Berghoff and the board, President Daniels and all of my colleagues at the executive level, our incredible team. And then again, Dan Hassler, who brought me here two years ago with this vision that we would build the engine, we build the ecosystem that this brand deserves and uh, do it great justice. So just a, just a pleasure and honor and all credit to the team on that one. Yeah. Uh, just amazing. Congratulations to you and your team. You. That's so awesome. And, and talk Thank about, I, I know Purdue doesn't settle either. You guys aren't content with just receiving awards, but continuing to build on that. Talk about how you build off of, of that award and, and the success you guys have had and continue to succeed despite challenges from a pandemic or otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty interesting year. You know, we, we launched the brand evolution or this new brand platform and, and, and something bigger than a campaign you know, this idea of the next giant leap, we launched it the last days of January. Five weeks later, we were sending the students home for COVID-19, right? So we're so thankful that we had done this work, frankly, because in a time of chaos, right, as Mike Tyson says, you, go, you know, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> 19 was a punch in the mouth for many people. And what you can do is you can either scatter and go chaotic and go with random acts of marketing, or you can harness your brand, live your brand, and run your brand playbook. And that's what we've done throughout the course of March and beyond. We really grabbed the messaging pillars and the attributes of what it means, and what we stand for here, and we told the world that throughout the course of March and April and May and into the summer during a very pivotal time you know, for young people and their families to make a decision as to where they were gonna attend in the fall and were they gonna do it live or do it online. And so, so much credit to all the folks on campus that really harnessed and, and, and gathered around that process, but at the end of the day, we, we helped generate the largest freshman class you know, that we've seen. Moreover, along the way, you know, Mitch said, hey, we loved what you guys did with the 150th anniversary. You were able to create and change and reinforce the attitudes, beliefs, behaviors we needed about Purdue University during the anniversary. Now we need to do it against a much more serious foe, and that was COVID-19, and that's when we hatched the Protect Purdue communications component of the Protect Purdue plan. It's really hinged on the Protect Purdue pledge, and I think our students and our faculty and staff have demonstrated just how special Boilermaker Nation is when it comes to a commitment to, to protecting themselves, protecting others, and protecting this community in what's been a, a pretty tremendous fall semester of being open, staying open, protecting the most vulnerable, and living our mission. So um, an incredible time to live the idea of persistence, innovation, and together, not only is just trying to operate as a world-class research uh, you know, institution of higher learning, higher education, but rather do it in the, uh, in the headwinds of COVID-19. Yeah, and I mean, building off your, your next giant leap brand and, and pivoting and adding this Purdue, protect Purdue plan to it. Just talk about, you know, yeah, you mentioned it. I mean, the response and how the, and the community, and of course the Purdue community responded well and, and, and bought in. Talk about just your reaction to that, how well everybody bought into that and getting that communication out. You saw it everywhere on social media, on, online, billboards, wherever it was, uh, just to, to help get that word out and 
here we are, you know, you know, people probably this summer questioning should Purdue really go back to go back to on campus learning. I think President Daniels is one of the first to say we're doing it. Uh, there's questions about there, but yet you guys made it work through all your marketing and through everybody buying in just here we are the week, the last week of school before kids go home yeah. talk about making it through the semester and how proud you are of this, of the student body and everybody. Well, you know, it, it starts with President Daniel's visionary leadership, the idea that he was really the tip of the spear in looking at the science and looking at the numbers and trusting his advisors and saying, we're coming back in the fall because that's what we do best. So that was number one. You know, when he talks about this fall, he really highlights three or four things. Number one, he's, he talks about the fact that we started early and we did with the state campus task force really looking under every stone as to what we could do and should do to protect this campus and then hatching the, the protect Purdue implementation team. But we started early. Number two, he'll say we threw the kitchen sink at it, and we have, across all domains, functions, et cetera, over $50 million invested on the year to protect Purdue, to protect the most vulnerable, and deliver our mission. But number three, he'll say we got the culture right, and that was where we played a big role. Really, again, communicating what it means to be at Purdue University and not somewhere else, what it means to protect myself, to protect others, and to protect the Purdue community, and for all those right reasons. And so we had to create change, and in some, you know, in some respects, reinforce the desired attitudes and beliefs and behaviors to do this. Um, we've been incredibly amazed and pleased uh, with what the students have done in particular. You know, a, a wonderful Reddit thread a couple weeks ago was a student sitting in front of Walk, And he said, I'm just gonna sit there and I'm gonna tick off outside how many folks are wearing masks. And over the course of about an hour, he saw 400 individuals or 96% of the people that walked by him wearing a mask outside. I mean, that sort of compliance, that sort of commitment to protecting others on this campus is, it's a trademark, of course, and a hallmark of the university, but it's what has helped us have a, a successful fall so far uh, in a very somber and sober time. So we've been very pleased. And then moreover on social media, we've just seen incredible, and digital for that matter, incredible results. You know, we've had over 500,000 people go to protect.purdue.edu, of 90,000 over the course of October. This is a fun one. You know, we've seen that 73% of our videos get watched 90% or better. We're saturating on the info. They're taking it seriously. They're living it. And I think they've done as well as anybody could ever ask. Wow, that's amazing. That's really awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Um, of course, outside of COVID-19, another thing that falls under your, your office up there, uh, Purdue has its own uh, podcast. This is Purdue, uh, launched also last January. You guys, you guys did a lot this year, uh, launched a new podcast. Talk, talk about um, what that podcast does and brings to, the, to your team as well. Yeah, I mean, it's been a fun endeavor. When I got here, it was one of the avenues that we hadn't gone down. And at the end of the day, there's about a million and a half podcasts out there right now. I think there's something along the lines of 34 million episodes available. But it's an incredible vehicle to tell these incredible stories of Purdue University to captive audiences, right? 60 million homes are listening to podcasts right now. 37% of Americans, over 100 million Americans have listened to a podcast in the last month. And so uh, I was very fortunate to be able to hire a, a graduate intern from the Lamb School by the name of Olivia McCollins, and she spent the first six months just mastering the idea of podcasts. Not ours, but what does it take to be successful? How do you produce it? How do you build the content? How do you market? How do you merchandise the podcast with success? And then, yes, we launched it in January. We've seen over 20,000 listens so far this year, which is good, not great. We want bigger. <laughs> We've seen 50% growth also from Q2 to Q3, and so... And again, it's just another avenue. This place is chock full of amazing stories, of amazing Boilermakers. Dan Hassler used to say that on a, on a given day at Purdue University, he'd wake up and believe that something was science fiction. He'd spend the day here, and by the end of the day, he was convinced it was documentary, the amazing things we're doing. So we need to tell the world those stories. Yeah. We need to do it on their terms. And so that's what the podcast 
podcast serves to do is to you know unearth and, and harness those incredible stories and just use another vehicle to tell them to the world that cares. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. It's been amazing, you know, since I launched mine uh, in May of 19, just yeah. a year and a half, uh, and then listening to your guys as well over the last uh, almost calendar year now as well. Just there are, there are so many great stories and it's been a joy for me to share those and then listen to your guys as well. Just amazing. I feel like in the last year and a half, I've learned more about uh, Purdue University uh, in my research and, and hosting this uh, podcast than I did in the, uh, the five years I was there. And it's just been, it's been a real joy learning and, and sharing those, those stories and all the great work that's happening up there. So keep up the good work on that as well. I'm, I am curious, you know, you mentioned those amazing stats of how many people are listening. I'm curious if, you know, working from home, people working from home, that's also increasing listens as well, because, you know, when you're in your own home office, you have more probably freedom to just kind of listen to whatever than you might, you know, in a cubicle in, a, in an office space as well. So, yeah, kudos to you guys yeah, well, we've, work on that. Yeah, we, I mean, we've seen the, you know, I think that some people were fearful that the decline in commute, the decline in car time, was going to hurt this endeavor, but we've seen it increase in homes. Yeah. And the idea that we have something for everybody, right? We've got features on our rec center and the Purdue Sports Nutrition. We've got things on the marching band and the reamers, the wooden jersey, the Black Cultural Center, you know, the hurlers and twirlers of Purdue University, uh, and a reimagined campus looking at Walk and even the Breeze Football Complex. So there's an episode for everybody. And, you know, they're 10, 10 20 minutes a piece. And so we've also repurposed some of the boiler bites that you would see on Big Ten. So Again, incredible place with incredible stories to tell. We, we don't lack in that space. It's about putting the content in a, in, a, in a way that people can digest on their terms and doing it in an interesting fashion. So and we really appreciate what you're doing as well. The visibility and the stories that you're telling, the personalities that you're highlighting are excellent. And again, whether it's Coach Painter or Brom or Mike Babinski or others, we've just got some incredible people up here that people need to get to know even better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 100%. It's been fun featuring a lot of alum as well, just kind of sharing yeah. what they, their experience at Purdue and then what they're up to now and just kind of their experiences yeah. out in the world. So cool. Awesome. Ethan, well, just kind of wrapping up, anything else about Purdue Marketing Communications, uh, the brand, or anything about yourself that uh, our listeners should know? Well, I just we encourage people to, to continue to learn more about it, embrace it in the regard that they can. If they go to marcom.purdue.edu, they can see all the, the materials that are available there. Continue to watch the institutional spot during our Big Ten football games and go on to YouTube and see the, the full spot. Yeah. And we've had some incredible results online this, this year that um, speak to the affinity, the loyalty that folks have for Purdue University. And one of my favorite right now is, is on YouTube. You know, we've seen 34,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's 42% increase just in 2020. But the reality is people don't sit on their couch, even in COVID-19, and watch bad stuff. And so we've seen engagement up 50%. We've seen our views up 504% this year versus our rivals down south and around us that are really flat. So we're trying to do things that, you know, at the end of the day, make our alums and our faculty and staff, those prospective students and families, proud. When they walk around Indianapolis and they see the, the IBJ or whatever they may see, that they can puff out their chest a little bit and be proud they went to Purdue University and be proud that it's being communicated and marketed authentically uh, with the experience that they love and, and that they can expect generations of the future to love too. Awesome. Yeah. And, and you mentioned the other full clips uh, for those who are listening or watching this uh, on the web article that I post. I will be sure to link all of those on our website, uh, linking back to Purdue and the YouTube uh, pages, just so you guys can see those for yourself because they, they are truly amazing just to, to watch. So uh, it's just great work up there. Uh, Ethan, thank you so much for uh, taking the time during your busy schedule, uh, especially 
being so close to Thanksgiving uh, uh, to talk to me. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the opportunity and thanks for all you're doing for Purdue. Yeah, no problem. It's my, my, my pleasure. So happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and Boiler Up. Boiler Up. Hammer down. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.